This is Coach Lee, and in this video, I'm going to talk about the no contact rule and marriage. Take a quick second and click the subscribe button below so that you can be notified when I have more videos like this on relationships, marriage, and mindfulness. A large number of the comments on YouTube under my videos ask if no contact works well for marriage. And I have another video on this same principle that I'll share in just a little bit that you should seriously take a look at if you are married and separated or your spouse is wanting a divorce and you're wondering what you should do and if the no contact rule is helpful for marriages or if it's just for dating relationships. When USA Today interviewed me about how the pandemic of 2020 was affecting relationships, specifically married relationships or couples who were living together and were now experiencing the lockdowns where they had to stay with each other a lot more without going out to work or being able to go out and do things that they normally did that would have meant they weren't together as much. One of the things that I pointed out was a lot of couples were just barely getting by. They were just on the cusp of having some serious problems and being able to go to work or a night out with the guys or a night out with the girls was helping so that they weren't constantly having friction together, so that they weren't constantly at each other's throats in terms of arguing and bickering and fighting and yelling. And it allowed sort of a cushion so that they could calm down from some of those things. They could reflect, the smoke could clear, and they could approach their spouse again on a normal day-to-day -day basis without all this resentment. But when you put these two people together and all they can do is interact because that's the only person in the house and with the quarantine things, they couldn't really be around a lot of other people until later on in the process. And so you can see where two people who were already having difficulties, now they have to interact constantly. And they already had poor relationship dynamics. You can see where now the whole problem is exacerbated and under a microscope. So I told USA Today that it's not necessarily the pandemic that was causing this, but it was a situation that was already bad. And in many ways, the pandemic was like the fly that broke the camel's back so to speak. That can be learned from if you are in a marriage situation where your spouse is wanting a divorce or you're separated and you're wanting to know if no contact is the right thing to do in this situation. That is using the no contact rule. If you are in that situation where you have poor relationship dynamics with this person, sometimes the best thing to do is to step back, let the smoke clear, limit contact with that person and try again at a point in the near future. And I'm gonna get into the details of that in this video. So if you are in a marriage situation where your spouse wants a divorce, the first thing we need to have in place is that your spouse knows that you want to work this out, that you want to be with them, and that you do not share their desire to divorce. So those are three things that need to be in place. And most of the time, people have already expressed that to their spouse or their separated spouse. And so if that's you, then you have already done that. You don't need to keep repeating it, most likely. It's not something you need to keep doing. And this is when you need to use what I call the intelligent contact rule. It's a little bit different than no contact. It's a modified version of no contact. And it's the smart way to use no contact if you are married, but your spouse is wanting a divorce or you're separated and things are looking bad. I have a video called the intelligent contact rule or the strategic contact rule. And I will link to that in the description below. And it would be 
very helpful if you watch this video all the way through and then you watched that video as well because the more you know and the more that you repeat these videos just to help you really remind yourself of what you're doing why you're doing it and that it does have success is going to be helpful because there will be days of doubt and weakness as you have very likely already experienced where you want to just reach out and beg your spouse and cry and try to change the situation through emotion which rarely works at this point and the reason that that doesn't work at this point is because your spouse most likely has gone much further down the road in their thinking than you have toward wanting this divorce or in terms of deciding where in their heart and in their mind this marriage relationship is as far as fulfillment and happiness and your spouse has probably had those questions and answers and arguments and debates that you two may be having now about the relationship they've had it in their own head late nights slow days where they have talked themselves back from leaving you from going out at that moment and getting a divorce or at least from entertaining the idea and they've had those discussions where they just think things through and they've thought about the what if this they've thought about the yes and no's they've thought about how they feel they've let it sit for days in other words this didn't happen overnight for them but your reaction oftentimes is overnight it is something that is reactionary in the moment and they have likely already thought of what you're going to say what they feel about it and what they will want going forward based on what it may be or what could happen or what they expect will happen because it's very likely that if there have been issues where needs are not being met or where there's confrontations where they're being hurt they have probably already expressed those things to you and you didn't necessarily recognize the seriousness of it or you did make some effort and they don't see it just like you don't get to experience their thought process they don't get to experience yours either and so sometimes it will appear that you're not trying and that things haven't changed and that will make them also less accepting to the idea of staying with you or considering it or saving the marriage and that's why strategic contact is so important because we don't want them to see your response as just reactionary as just emotional because they don't trust it we want them to see you as being rational reasonable mature and truthful in your reaction to them and respectful of how they feel that you're just not trying to get your way that you actually are letting them make decisions for their own life and that may be to be away from you right now or that they have said they want a divorce do not argue with them about that and say no you don't want this divorce the best thing you could do is understand that that's how they feel right now it doesn't mean that's how they'll feel in the future it doesn't mean that's the right thing for them to feel it just means that's how they feel that's how they interpret their emotions you have to deal with where your spouse is at right now without anger though that will be a temptation and it's likely you've already expressed anger and that's a normal thing that happens so don't beat yourself up for that we're going to move forward doing the right things and the best things to give you the best chance of saving your marriage so as you're using the intelligent contact rule which is basically only interacting with your spouse when necessary so about the children about the house business money that's when you interact with your spouse and you don't make it emotional you don't make it a chance to try to talk them into staying married or trying to change their mind or seeing how they feel about things you just make it about those necessary areas of life where you have to interact with them that will 
prevent them from feeling pushed, forced, or bombarded, and they will feel that they're in control of their own life, that they can do what they want or feel they need to do, and that will keep them from moving faster away from you because it won't feel like you're trying to force the situation or chase them. And so over time, usually it doesn't take that long. They won't be as opposed to being around you or interacting with you because they won't feel like they have to fight or argue with you and try to fight for their position and defend themselves. And if that's how they do feel whenever they're around you, then they will become hardened to you. They'll become a soldier against you where they feel like they have to fight for themselves and defend themselves whenever they're around you and defend their desire for the divorce, which you don't want them to have to do that. You don't want that process to go on continually in their minds because then they will harden to the idea, they will settle on the idea, and they will feel like they have to fight for it. And so even if they don't want it as badly anymore, the fact that they feel like you are trying to prevent them from doing it when they feel like they want to at that moment, in the future, even if they start to soften some, they will still feel the urge to fight because they will associate it with defending themselves against someone who's trying to force them to do what they don't want to do. So it's important that they don't feel that way. So by using intelligent contact, which is a modified form of no contact for marriage, that's where you can get them to where they don't fear or dread interacting with you, being around you, because you're not trying to do those negative things. You're not trying to force the issue. You will usually start to notice the softening of your spouse in this situation where they simply just don't feel that you are pressuring them. They don't feel that they have to defend themselves whenever they're around you. And so they're not afraid. They're not against interacting with you. And so they will allow it more. The conversations will go on a little bit more. They might introduce some personal things in there, some questions about the kids that aren't necessary, or some questions about you. How are you? How are your parents? How are your friends? What's going on with this? What did you do this weekend? Little personal questions like that where they're showing some interest in your life. And that's where on a small scale, they're missing you. They're curious because they're used to knowing the facts of your life and they're not getting that. And so those questions are very positive. Take a quick second and click the subscribe button below so that you can be notified when I have more videos like this. That includes information on relationships, attraction, and mindfulness. Also, I have a tip jar. If this video is helpful to you so far, and it's certainly not over, but if it's helpful to you, you can leave me a tip if you'd like based on the value you think you're getting from this information. So as your spouse starts to soften, that's where you can start to also extend the text conversations or the phone conversations a little bit. You can also casually attempt to set up some face-to-face -face conversations. Now it can be with the main focus being on something you need to discuss about the house or the kids or the business or some other issue like that that you two share, but you can comfortably interact on a more personal level based on what they've already shown you and their willingness to come meet with you face-to-face. Face-to-face is when you can be your most powerful because not only does it allow for all kinds of improved communication skills beyond just voice or text, but your spouse was physically attracted to you at one point because that's our foot in the door with someone. We pass the eye test and emotional attraction, intellectual attraction, those things come into play after that because we get to know the person. So you get to bring in that element. So this is where you can share 
positive things, interesting things that are going on with you, the kids, business, whatever it may be that you two have a shared interest in. Now, it's very important that you do not bring up the relationship and the issues yet. A lot of people just think that if they are feeling something, that if it's on their chest, they just have to get it off their chest. And that can be so wrong in the wrong situations. Remember back to what I told USA Today. A lot of these couples were already having trouble and now they're having to interact with each other even more. So these issues, these discussions are being prolonged. They're face to face with them for a longer time and they become exhausted of them. And so taking a break from these things can be extremely powerful. And that's what I'm going to talk about next. The need for your disciplined resolution not to bring up the negatives, not to have negative interaction with your spouse yet. That you won't bring up an issue, you won't say, how are you feeling about us? That you won't say, what if I change about this? Or I've thought more about what you said about this. That you will keep things light and positive, funny, upbeat, and casual. Because that's what you two need right now. You need a time of healing. Obviously, the discussion of issues has not gotten you anywhere yet. As a matter of fact, your spouse is wanting a divorce if you're watching this video. So right now, let's take a break. Let's heal from some of this. Let's just get to interact with each other as maybe you did early on in your relationship when you first met. It was fun. It was light. You weren't bringing up negative issues. We need some positive interaction between the two of you, which can initiate reattraction, where your spouse starts to feel what they felt in the early days when you two were beginning to fall in love, that attraction. And the negativity, the arguing, the bickering, is not going to do that. It's just going to push them further away and it's going to interrupt your progress. It's going to hurt your progress. So you avoid negative interaction with your spouse. It's not going to happen. You're going to stick to it. Now they may bring up some things. I would encourage you to be honest, but to be as light about it, non-confrontational as you can, especially because they're making progress. So there's no need to try to jump on this or push back hard or get in there and duke it out with them. What you're wanting to happen is that they feel they can communicate it to you, they can express it to you, and you're not going to overreact. You're not gonna react with anger or tell them they're wrong or push because they're beginning to get confidence in you that you can take it. Maybe they can interact with you again on some of these deeper things. That's terrific. You don't want to stifle that. So be a good listener and you can get into some of the serious details, but avoid anger, Always let them know that you hear them and you understand. Don't listen just so that you can debate. Listen to try to truly understand what they're saying. It's very important. And when you see the opportunity, try to make things light, try to make things funny without them thinking that you don't take them seriously. And most people are good at doing that when they're focused on it. As your spouse starts to do some more of these deeper discussions, contribute more to the relationship discussions that you're not starting, that they are. That's when you can start saying things like, what if I worked on this issue? What if we were better at XYZ? What if we did more of this? That's where you can, in a way that's not confrontational or angry, start to at least plant the seed in their mind because you've already proven to them that you can interact with them and hear their frustrations and their reasons again this time without arguing, without trying to push. And so they've developed more confidence in you that they can share these things with you. 
but now they can start actually thinking that maybe things could get better. And part of that is because you've shown them that you can get better at interacting with them and that you're not going to push and that you're going to wait on them and let them be the one to bring it up and they can see that you two have this mutual attraction that is building again. So there's a lot of things that are contributing to this that can allow your spouse to entertain the idea that this could work. And all you're wanting to do is sort of a what if, and you're not looking for a yes or no. And so make that clear. You're just planting the seeds and you're not going to push in case you don't notice the theme. Now during this time, you should have acquired a lawyer, at least to let them know what's going on so they can tell you what you need to look for to protect yourself. Because some things you might say can cause trouble in the future if your spouse was to proceed with the divorce. It's very important because you can cause trouble with child custody or with the financial part of things if you say certain things. And a lot of times people have no idea that this is even a problem. So it's very important that you speak to a lawyer to protect yourself because you want to be treated fairly. You want things to be equal and you don't want to be caught off guard. If your spouse has told you they're considering divorce, the odds are very good they've spoken to a lawyer who has probably advised them. So just be careful because right now your spouse is likely listening to a lawyer who is telling them what to avoid and what to even look for to try to get some things on you to get an advantage for themselves. That's kind of how the legal system works. You just need to know that and speak to a qualified professional and at least let them know the details and have a conversation with them. Because if this doesn't work out, the last thing you want is to have on top of that more of a loss as far as interaction with your children and being part of their lives than you have to or a loss of more money than you have to. So just be smart about that. Do not think you can go at it on your own. Do not think that you can just both use the same lawyer. I've seen it too many times. It does not work and it will be the lawyer instructing your spouse. It won't be necessarily them acting out of just kindness because you two have been together for so long. They will most likely go with their lawyer and their lawyer will be the one telling you what's going on and it won't be necessarily always interacting with your spouse. So just keep that in mind. At my website, myexpatcoach.com or marriageradio.com, you can get information on my emergency marriage kit, which will go over a lot of what I've said and more things that can help you save your marriage and be stronger than before. Again, that's the emergency marriage kit and you can get it at myexpatcoach.com or marriageradio.com. If this video was helpful, be sure to click that like button and click the subscribe button. This has been Coach Lee and as always, thank you for watching.